Good evening, church. Come on, let's do it. All right, here we go.
hands made whole. How do I get the sound of Jesus' name?
your love alone How deep his love is for you and me, amen, church? We sing about it, come on Cause there has never been And there will never be A God like you A love so true Never been every voice, come on. And that's right. Who God like you? A love so
higher than you. Redeemer, defender, our great and mighty Savior, there's no one higher than
Lord, I pray for every person here. God, I pray a blessing over everybody in here watching in person or or online, God, or listening back to this later, God. I pray that your spirit continue to move tonight, God. I pray that this place be so full of the spirit that we all leave here completely different, Lord. I thank you and I praise you because you are mighty, you are great, and you are loving, God. And all God's people said... Amen. Hey, church, let's take a minute and in the same spirit of worship, let's greet one another. doing? Pastor David said to greet someone and y'all are having all kinds of conversations. That's awesome. I'm glad to see that you guys are friends. They're all friendly church. Welcome to New Beginnings. That's awesome. Awesome. What an awesome time of worship we had with you, church. It's always so good to worship with you. My name is Roxy de Santiago, and I'm part of your worship team. It's an honor to be able to lead you to the presence of the Lord. I've been told that when I do um, announcements that I'm way too chatty. I don't know what they're talking about. It's not like I get paid to talk on a daily basis, right? But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys some short announcements today, so I don't get in trouble and get kicked off the team, get kicked out. Anyway, um, first of all, I want to remind you, in case you didn't see it, because you know it's not filling up the whole lobby or anything. uh, But there's this tent out there. It says Lobos. But the purpose of that tent is because new education classes are starting up. There are sign-up tables. The instructors are there. Um, classes start February 22nd. Um, and I did. I said 22nd. Did you hear that? So that I can get some feedback from the back. Um, anyway, they start February 22nd. And um, uh, make sure you sign up by this Sunday, February 19th. Now, classes are important. There are all kinds of classes for all kinds of different people. We've talked about AJ's class for young adults. Um, there are classes for women. There are new classes for new beginners that are just barely starting their work with 
walk with Christ. There are classes for people who have been in, um, in church for a longer period of time. There's always something that you can learn. I, I know that there is always something to you, can, you can learn. I encourage you to sign up. If you're not sure what you want to sign up for, go take a look at the sign-up sheets. If the instructors are there, ask some questions. Tell them I said you can ask them all kinds of questions, and they're supposed to answer Anyway, I really encourage you guys to do this. Education is a lifelong endeavor, as you've heard me say before, and I I really hope that you would sign up. Um, Sunday, February 26th, is baptism after second service. Baptism is um, your outward expression of your inward choice to walk and dedicate your life to Jesus Christ, right? Um, in our church, we baptize people when we know or when, when they tell us that they believe that their life is being dedicated to Jesus Christ, when they can make a conscious decision to say, I want to dedicate my life to Christ. And that's what baptism is. If you have any questions about baptism, you want to know what it's about, um, right before um, right before baptism on February 26th, there's always a class. You can go in and sit in the class. If you decide the, that baptism is for you, great I encourage you to do that. If you decide maybe you're not quite ready, that's okay. Let me just tell you, though, one thing. Walking with Christ is a lot like going to the gym. You can't get in shape before you go to the gym. That's the purpose of the gym is to get in shape, right? Walking with Christ doesn't mean that you have to come in and be ready to baptize because be baptized because you're, because you're perfect, None of us here are perfect. I'd be the first person to raise my hand and say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me on a daily basis. His mercy is made new every day. But that's what baptism says. It doesn't say I'm perfect, I'm ready. It says I'm going to give it my best, best shot. This is what I got right now, and I'm giving it to the Lord. That's what baptism is. So I encourage you to think about it. Lastly, I just want to uh, hit on re-engage. Re-engage, you've heard, you've seen the videos about it. Re-engage is an awesome opportunity for couples to um, do just that, to re-engage, to come together. Maybe you have a wonderful marriage. You should come to re-engage to make sure it, sa- it stays that way. Maybe you're having a little bit of problems and you're like, eh, pues no sé. You should come to re-engage so you can figure out what's going on. Maybe your marriage right now is completely falling apart. You're in separate bedrooms. You don't talk to each other unless it comes time to paying the bills. Then you must come to re-engage, right? The Bible says that we are united as husband and wife and that, that, and that nothing should come between that. So if you've got something in your life that's coming between then I encourage you to consider re-engage. These classes are starting soon. We've, poured, we've, we've trained your facilitators, it's a husband and wife, Art and Marie Posey. They've been trained. They've been um, mentored. They've been uh, given the tools that they need so that they have the tools that they, that they need to lead each of you to restore your marriage through the love of Jesus Christ, right? It's all about his power. Um, there are signups that are coming in. Signups will be um, also out there. I believe Sunday is the sign-up day, of all, as always. Um, there is our app where you can go to that little QR code, click on it, sign up information. If there is anything that I spoke about too fast or anything that I didn't mention, because like, it's like the award ceremony, I can hear the music. I'm supposed to be leaving now, but, um, it is, uh, it is 
everything that we do here is thanks to your faithful giving as we say every time we stand up here thank you thank you thank you for your faithful giving boxes are at the doors if you do the old-fashioned drop your money in the box if you don't scan the qr code download the app and you can give electronically thank you so much church if there's anyone here for the first time is there anyone here for the first time amen praise god welcome to new beginnings class Welcome to New Beginnings. It is so awesome to see you guys. It's great to see you. Would you guys welcome them? Also, there's some um, little cards that you... Welcome. Amen. There's some cards that you guys can fill out on your way out so we can keep you, um, you know, keep you on our list. We won't send you a bunch of junk mail, I promise. But we're so glad to have you here, and I hope that you hear something, um, some powerful message from the from the Lord today. Tonight's speaker is um, a, a tremendous man of God who has dedicated his life to, to those who are less worthy. And of course, all of us know that each of us are less worthy, right? Each of us are less worthy. But this gentleman has dedicated to his work to those who society chooses not to see. Um, would y'all just welcome to the pulpit, Pastor Chuck. It isn't all here we go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm trying to be like Jesus when he blows on somebody and everybody goes down. Amen. But praise God, man. What an honor to be here. I had the honor to talk to uh, my, my, one of my best friends, my mediator, my, my, my pastor, your shepherd, uh, talked to him yesterday. Pastor Richard, we acknowledge you. We love you. We're waiting for you to come back. He's fighting every day I call him. He's coming off therapy. And, you know, he's fighting to come back, and he'll be here. And he's one of those kind of dudes that can't sit around. You know what I mean? So it's tough for him. And I said, now you know how we feel when we're locked up. He said, yeah, how did you guys do it? I said, well, Jesus. Amen. But, you know, it was, it, it was an honor to talk to him. I love talking to Pastor. You know why? Every time I talk to Pastor, he tells me he loves me. Amen? And I was sitting here, and I was just thinking about when I was locked up, how a lot of men would look at us because we tell other men, I love you. You know? We love you, brother, and like that. And, and let me tell you a little story. This is a crazy story. Uh, I used to take a lot of pills, medicines in the prisons, Right? And I came to the scripture that says that uh, God heals us about. The kids are released. Everybody's released. There they go with their shepherd. There they go. They don't want to hear this. Amen. But, uh, you know, I, I was just like, you know, and I said, Lord, if you heal me of all my diseases and I will take no more pills, I will dance for you like David, right? Well, what happened was about 15 of us that made that promise to God. And we'd stand behind, we stand behind the, the church service in the chapel. And uh, you could just imagine Colombians, Cubans, Chicanos, Aryan Brotherhood, uh, African Americans. We had every color there, right? 
So the choir would be singing, and we'd be with the tambourines like this, right? And then one day, one day we couldn't find our tambourines, you know? And I said, where's the tambourines? Somebody, did the, did the COs take our tambourines or what? And that night, the head of the choir came. He said, brother, I got to talk to you. I said, what's up? He said, man, you guys are so offbeat, man. You're throwing us off. We had to take the tambourines away from. I said, that ain't right. Ugh. And uh, they never came back to us, but that's all right. We kept dancing, amen? And, and you know what? You know what's cool about dancing, what I learned? What's cool about dancing, uh, you know, I love music. Like, like, you know, I was watch, I, I was looking at Facebook the other day, and they showed the Civic Auditorium. You guys are too young for the Civic. But the Civic Auditorium, I went to 190 concerts in a row. I didn't miss anything and everybody that came through from Hendrix, Zeppelin, everybody, Janis Joplin, anybody, the birds, everybody that came through, right? And, and, and like I've told you before, I used to promote, I became a promoter of concerts under the name of Satan. We were called Satanic Productions. And I thought it was a game, you know? Come to our concerts, drugs are free, everything is going on, come and be, one of, be with us, you know? But I never knew that I was, uh, I was making an offer to Satan. But right now, it's been 12 years since I've listened to secular music. Amen? And, and I praise God. What I've learned at God's warehouse, and I learned here, that worship is the only thing that shuts down the demon. Amen? Uh, you know, when I, go, when I go to God's warehouse, there's 300 people come through. And if we don't have worship music, there's living hell in there. Amen? And, and, that's, and, and that's what I learned about the power of worship, amen? And that's a great thing. But you know what? It took a lot, it took a lot of, 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 of a change of life to lay down the music I loved. And, and what I called it was unmovable courage, amen? And uh, Pastor Richard has, has laid the series for us, right? And we want to continue out of respect for him, his series. And, you know, he gave us the scriptures. He gives us, you know... We're following our, our, our leader's steps, amen? But you know what? The Holy Spirit is powerful because the scripture that he gave us is the scripture that I have always fought the wars with in the prisons and the streets, amen? And that's an important thing. You have to grab a scripture that pertains to your life, and that scripture is Jesus, amen? Jesus, amen? You got to remember, in the beginning was the word and the word is a God, and the word is God. It's Jesus, amen? And that's an important thing to understand. No matter what, no matter what situation you're in, no matter how scary it is, Jesus is with you, amen? And, and, and I love that. I, I, I learned it. I became so close to Jesus and wherever I've been that I have no fear. I do not have no fear of knowing. Tonight I was at God's warehouse Unfortunately, there was a young, we had another ministry feeding, and I was sitting there, you know, waiting to come down here. And there was a young man in there cussing, cursing, throwing fingers and everything. And I'm sitting there, you know. And the brothers are trying to talk to him about how calm down, God loves you, and this and that. Finally, he threw the, you know what, up in the air and told us. After I got up, grabbed his little basket, and I said, you need to go. And you know what? He didn't even, he was cussing everybody. He, he didn't even blink an eye. He got up and left. And you know why? Because of the power of Jesus. Amen? And, and that's important to understand, is that with the power of Jesus, he does not give us the spirit of fear, 
but a power, love, and a sound mind. The scripture that we're going to today and the message is unmovable courage. Hallelujah. Woo, I love that. Unmovable courage. Being a big man is hard to move me. You know what I mean? But guess what? Talk to my legs, it's even harder. Amen. I, I feel for Pastor Richard and them. I've I seen my wife uh, go uh, with 12 screws in her back, uh, four, uh, four spacers. And last night I was able to walk her up to Pelicans and she walked on her own. And we had a great meal. But coming out, you know how women are. She had the high heels and she was going like this. And everybody thought, oh, she had too many drinks. <laughs> but you know what? I thank God for the power of Jesus and the healing of her and the healing of our pastor. Amen? We're going to the great book of Joshua. Chapter 1, 1 to 9. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people the Israelites across the Jordan River into the land that I'm giving them. I promise you what? I promise Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land. I swore to their ancestors, I will give to them. Be strong and very courageous. Amen. You know, being strong and courageous, everybody has fear in their life, amen? Everybody has fear. I remember when I was in the cartels, you know, I, I used to have like about 10 bodyguards with me all the time. Like, I used to live in the country and ranches, and I always had people living with me, right? But I'll never forget, I had some big old guys, football players and all that, you know? I'll never, one, I'll never forget one day, I heard this scream, I ran out there, I thought we were getting raided, right? And guess what it was? A mouse on the floor, amen? They were all, they all freaked out because of the little mouse, amen? But you know why? Because that was the world. The world, the world gets fear of anything, amen? Anything can, can bring fear into us because we're living in fear in a world. We are looking more towards the world and the problems of the world instead of Jesus, Amen? And that's an important thing that, that, that God was expressing to Joshua. But if you hear one thing, one thing about Joshua, and an important fact, Joshua never left the side of Moses. Amen? He never, ever, ever left. And when God gave the message to Moses to go into the promised land with the 12 spies, only Joshua and Caleb came back and said, let's get it. Let's do it. And all the other 10... They didn't have the spirit of no fear. What they saw was a giant. What they saw was the walls. What they saw was massive armies. What they saw was 
a, a, a time of losing their lives, amen? But Joshua never saw that. And it's because he was looking at the same God that Moses was looking at, amen? And that's an important fact to understand. You need to join yourself with people like Moses and Joshua that fear can't come upon you, amen? You know what blows my mind? My staff are women. They're women. And you know what? They have no fear of any man, of anybody that walks in because they have Jesus with them, amen? And they hang around the leader that doesn't have fear, amen? That's an important fact. You are who you hang with even in the Christian world, amen? And God saw the potential in Joshua. Why? Because Joshua wasn't a gossiper. Joshua wasn't turning his back on Moses. Joshua was there backing whatever Moses said because he knew Moses had a direct line to the living God. Amen? You know, a lot of people want to jump into ministries and overcome their leadership. I can do a better job. You know what? Everybody has a season to do the job. Amen? But when God assigns you leadership, you stay with that leader. Amen? And learn from him. And then God has your time. Amen? That's what I was telling Pastor Richard. I said, Pastor, you have a young, young group of mighty men behind you. By you not being here, I've been watching them every time they preach. And you know what? They're anointed. Your church is anointed. You know why? Because they're not leaving the side of the leader. Amen? And that's what God saw in Joshua. And that's what God sees in you. But when he says, be strong and very courageous... Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not divide it from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. I'm a living example, man. Coming out homeless, lost everything, lost uh, family, lost everything. Uh, had to stay in the halfway house the six months because no place to stay. Came crawling into this church looking for, looking for prayer. And I got it. Being humble here, everything I had to do. I didn't come in here with an attitude, I'm going to become a pastor. I came in with an attitude thanking the Lord that I'm free. Amen? And and that's what I learned. I walked into 11 federal prisons, and I never walked in there and said, you need to do this, do that, do that, do that. I walked in there and was a servant. But God would call me to the front. Amen? Why? Because of my servanthood. Amen? And that's a blessing. That's a blessing that I learned. God will bless the humble. You know, take pride and throw it to the side. He has a time for you. Joshua's idea wasn't, I'm going to take over when Moses dies. No, Joshua's idea is, I'm I'm here as Moses' arm barrier. I'm here as Moses' competent. I'm here as Moses' friend. I'm here as Moses' protector. You know, that's what Joshua did. And then it was a time of calling. Amen. But it's like I said before, there was another man there, and his name was Caleb. And Caleb did the same thing, but Caleb was quiet. But he was not an Israelite, remember that. He was one that joined and fought the war of the Israelites, amen? But he knew he had a reward coming, and he was patient for his reward, and he got his reward. He got the honor to go kill the giants that everybody was scared of. He got the honor to take the mountain that everybody was scared to get. And you know why? Because he had confidence in Moses and Joshua. And he became Joshua's right-hand man. Amen? And that's what's important to understand today. 
is that God gave us unmovable courage. Amen? You know, when you have God on your side, you're not scared of nada. You know how many people have asked me, what are you doing in the war zone every day? I said, I love it. I'm one of them. One time I asked my wife, honey, am I crazy? What do you think? I said, yeah. And, you know, we have, we have dogs, like I said, right, and we rescue. And we have one dog. His name is Toby. And Toby was rescued from the war zone, right? He's a war zone dog. And then we have this cute German shepherd. Her name is Sheba. She's nothing but trouble. But that's Toby's girlfriend, right? And, 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 and today Sheba wasn't paying attention to Toby in three foot of snow. She'd take him out there and run him around, right? And I asked Rhonda, what's going on with Sheba? Why is she not paying attention to Toby? She says, because he's from the war zone. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. You know, thinking he's something that he ain't. You know what I mean? You know how men are. We like to strut around like we own the world. But I got a good lesson today. I'm the boss. Yes, you are, honey. You know? And that's reality. That's okay. I humbled myself. You know, only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Do this in my command. You know, it talks about meditating on the word day and night. Amen? You know, I spent 10 years straight studying the word day and night. Anytime I went to the bathroom, I had my small little Bible. Anytime I went and sat outside in the yard, I had my small Bible. Anytime I was in the room, I read my big Bible. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with reading the Bible as much as you can because it's our weapon. It's our sword. And, you know, the, the greatest warriors are them that can use their weapon the best. Amen? And if you don't know your weapon, you can't use it. That's why it's important to follow somebody that's meditating on the word of God. Amen? And that will make you, this is my command, God says. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen? Uh, you know, my first point is stay obedient and purposeful to the will of God. Amen? When I came out, I wasn't going to do no homeless. What is this? Homeless. I want to go back in the prisons, man. I'm a king of the prisons. I know everything about a prison. There's nothing hidden from me that's not of the prison life. I can speak to them. I can, I've, I've been in the middle of salvations of thousands of them. I want to go back. I'm ready. I got the money. I got the team. You know what? God had another plan. I was called to go do a 12 stitch and to turn it to a homeless ministry. And I've been doing it since then, right? And that's what this is saying. Stay obedient and personal to the will of God. It wasn't my will. It wasn't my will to go work with the homeless. Even though when I was growing up, my mom and dad, we lived in San Juan on Broadway. And we were by the tracks, okay? So we always had hobos that came off the trains and come. And I guess they knew about my mama's house, right? They'd always come and get a sandwich. On Thanksgiving, we would put tables out and we'd eat with them. Little did I know I was getting prepared for a time like this. Amen? And, and you know, all of you are prepared. You, believe me, the things that you have done in the past are going to affect your future. Amen? Little did I know that. And I look now at my dad's eyes. You know, my dad didn't accept Jesus Christ till we were in the tuna. They were Catholics. Uh, you know, and, but he didn't go to church. My mom used to go to church. But he had all the works of a Christian, amen? And God gave me the honor of bringing him to Jesus Christ in a prison, in a prison, a prison visiting room called La Tuna. And my dad accepted the Lord, amen? 
And when I was in prison, he passed and went to heaven. Amen. But I'll never forget my dad. One day in the visiting room in FMC Fort Worth, he rolled in there with oxygen, and I never forget him telling me, son, if I could do anything, I would trade with you so you can be with your children. I said, Dad, don't worry about it. I'm going to cry. I'm okay. Everything's great. But he offered his life for me. Amen? And that was a beautiful thing, and it was the Christ in him. Amen? And he was courageous in his suffering of emphysema. Amen? But by staying in the will of God, sometimes there's challenges. Amen? What I've learned about walking and being a servant to Christ, there will always be positive and negative. Amen? But we have to learn how to throw the negative to the side. Amen? We have to let it just fly over us and just wipe it off. Amen? And that's why Christ says to meditate on things that are good, things that are truthful, things of virtue. These things meditate on that the peace of God will be in you. Amen? I, I want to encourage everybody that's been discouraged of what you're doing. Amen? Because everybody here has a ministry. Everybody here is a Joshua. And, and, and Jesus is your Moses. Amen? Just like, uh, just like God told Mo, uh, Joshua, remember Jesus told us the same thing. I will never leave you nor forsake you to the end of times. Amen? But we have to become believers of what the Bible says. Amen? We cannot contradict the word is pure. There is nothing wrong with the word, amen? And that's what's important. Sometimes the word hurts. It cuts us. It cuts us, right? But the reality is that whom God loves, he chastens, amen? And if we don't chasten our children, uh, we'll be facing them when they're teenagers. They're thinking they're uh, King Kong, you know what I mean? We have to keep things in order. And that's the same thing with your ministries. And everybody here has a ministry, Believe it or not, everyone here is called to go and disciple the world. Amen? And how do we disciple the world? One person at a time. Amen? And, and that's an important thing to understand, is that it don't have to be the numbers. First of all, it's got to be your family. Second of all, it's got to be your friends. Third of all, it's got to be your coworkers. Then everybody else. Amen? And you know, I've learned that. I've learned that, that this is the will of God for me to be amongst them that are addicts, amongst them that are prostitutes, amongst them that are, that are walking uh, with trans, transgender and everything else, that I have to love my neighbor as I love myself. And you know what that has done? That has brought me a lot of friends that I thought I would never have. And you know why? Because of the courage, courageous heart I have because of the Holy Spirit that dwells in me. Amen? We must stay connected and right standing with the Lord. Amen? You know what? Don't let a day go by that you don't read the Word. You know, if you're doing that, you know, like sometimes my wife wakes up and, honey, you want cereal? I don't like cereal, man. But she'll ask me, and I say, yeah, I guess, you know. But oatmeal, yeah, I like it, hot meal, right? But my favorite is BLT. When she says, you want to be out there? Yeah, thank you, honey. You know, and I jump for it. But she's sharp because she knows the things that I like, and I know the things that she likes. And let me tell you the things that God likes, that he wants us to win souls, amen? That's what brings joy to the Lord. You know, I'm wearing black, you know, and I was wondering, why the heck did I become a Raider fan? 
And now I realize today I sat there because I go into the middle of hell and, and, and raid his camp and bring him out. Amen? You know, I'm not a raider for the raiders. I'm a raider for God. Amen? And I go right in there and I do what God has ordered me to do. To snack him out of, to take him out of, of the hands of the grip of the blue demon and bring him to the love of Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Purpose, purposeful will of God. We must do what God wants us to do. Amen. Let's go to 1 Peter 4.19. So if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right and trust your lives to God who created you, for he will never fail you. Amen. Also, 1 John 5.14. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. Amen? You know, we have to have confidence in God that he is God. Amen? Uh, like this morning, woke up to three feet of snow, looked out there. My wife said, well, you might have to not go down the hill today. I said, yeah, right. Of course, God cleared the roads, and I came down at 12 o'clock, right? Uh, you know, you have to put your trust in God. He's the God of nature. He's the God of everything. And you have to put your trust in when he has you on a mission, he's going to keep that road open for you to go feel the mission. Amen? And that's important because, you know, if we don't listen to God and we try to do our own will, we will fail. You'll fail. Quit thinking that you can do it because you can't. Everything is possible with God. Nothing is impossible. But our, ourselves will fail because we're nothing but a sand, a grain. Made in the image of God, but without the Holy Spirit driving us and showing us, we can do nothing. Amen? The second, the second thing, it says, trust God for his power to work in you, to do his purpose through you. Acts 1.8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses telling people about me. Everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. There's power in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And, you know, it doesn't mean you have to be blasting with tongues. You know, I, I speak tongues. I pray tongues. I, but, I mean, it doesn't mean that people that don't speak in tongues are not filled with the Spirit. Amen. Because the Spirit of God has many jobs in us. But one of the greatest spirits, one of the greatest jobs of the Spirit is, is to convict us of our own sin. Amen. And you know what? You've got to listen to that. Because I, last time I, sp I spoke here, I was talking about the hidden sin. And unforgiveness is the biggest hidden sin we have. It's hard to unforgive. You know, I was so delighted. And I, and I, and I want to acknowledge it. When my brother Chris got back together with his wife. Amen. Let's give him a hand. Amen. I mean, that was a great thing. That was a great thing because many of us were praying for that. A lot of people give up. But you know what? Because of the power of the Spirit and said, hey, there's going to be good news down the road, they came back together. Amen? And that's an important thing. Don't give up. The Spirit of God will give you peace in any kind of storm. Amen? He will show you things to come. He will, he will also give you the spirit of discernment to know the difference between good and bad. Amen? And everybody knows the difference between evil and good. In this world today, they're calling good bad and evil good. Amen? We know it. We're living in the last times. But us as Christians don't have that problem 
because we have the guidance of Almighty God himself, the Holy Spirit. Amen? And it says here in Ephesians 2.10, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us a long time ago. Amen? God had a plan. You know, I always tell the homeless, you know, they sit there, I eat with them, and I always tell them, you know what? You're not a mistake. I said, the mistake is you've taken the wrong road. And I said, everybody out here serving in the back is taking the same road. And then we saw a light in the corner. His name was Jesus. And he directed us in the right path by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen? And, and that's another thing, too. Quit being the accuser. I saw a great uh, Facebook uh, thing the other day that uh, Lucifer was a morning star. He was beautiful, they call him. But when he got thrown to earth with all the lying demons and, and buddies, he got called uh, Lucifer, uh, Satan. And the word Satan means the accuser. Amen? So if you see yourself accusing everybody in the world, <laughs> look at them, look at that, look at that, look at that couple, look at that. You know what? You know who you're serving? Satan. And that's a reality. Instead, say, man, they're blessed. Man, can I pray with you? You know? I could look, you know, when, when the people walk into God's warehouse, I could be a big old judge. Put some pants on, man. You know what I mean? They're, some of them are walking with the pants all the way to the, to the ground. Some aren't, you know, some aren't wearing much clothes. Some, some smell like, like you would never want to smell. But instead of me discouraging, I say, can we help you? The girls go into the office, you know, and we take them in there. We got Pastor Edwin visiting us tonight. He does it on Saturday nights. We do the night work, man. We're out there in the night. We don't close at, at 5 o'clock. Let's go home. We get paid Friday happy hour. No, no, we're out there battling in God's warehouse seven days a week. Seven days a week. Never shut down during the COVID. This Friday, 5,000 pounds of food. Pastor Richard changed the, the New Beginnings Church to the second Friday. So we have the third Friday, God's warehouse, and everybody's invited to come get some food. Amen? We, what we do, too, is every Monday and Thursday, we feed almost 11 to 15 ministries throughout the state that are feeding the homeless, feeding the homes, doing everything we can. Why? Because God has ordered to feed them. Amen? And he has, always given us, he has always given us the sense that not to worry about where the next food's going to come. Amen? But we have to be strong and very courageous. Amen? Number three, gain courage for the future through your past victories. Amen? Man, I've got some past victories. I've seen people rise from the dead. I've seen every miracle you can. And I truly believe the word says where two or three are gathered, Christ is in the mode. And when I read my Bible, wherever Jesus is at, there's going to be a miracle. It's us that stops the miracles. Why? Because we have fear of laying hands on the sick to be healed. Why? Because we have fear, we have fear to, to denounce the demons that are around us. Don't have fear. Have courage. You are the children of God. You are high priests. We are kings. We are the head and not the tail. Amen? No door shall be shut to us because this is our world. It ain't the devil's world. This is the children of God's world. Amen? Live like that. Psalm 66, 5, 7. Come and see where our God has done. What awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry path to the Red Sea. And his people went across on foot. 
There we rejoiced in him, for by his great power he rules forever. He watches every moment, movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. You know what? Don't, don't mess with the anointed. Don't mess with the anointed. I see, the, uh, I see them that mess with the anointed go down all the time. Amen? What is the anointed? Them that are chosen by God. We are the anointed. The Bible said it is better to put a large rock around your neck and throw it into the deepest waters than to mess with a child of God. You know what? Claim that. My daddy is the king of kings. My daddy runs everything. My daddy brought the snow tonight. You know what I mean? And that's an important thing to understand. Claim who you are. Claim who you are. You are in an army of victory. We win the war. Don't walk around like you're losing. Walk with your head up and act like you're winning. Amen? Just like McMahon, when the Chiefs won, McMahon threw the finger up. Thank you, Lord. Amen? He walked around like that. But they won. We can walk around that. We don't have to go to the Super Bowl. We've already won the Super Bowl. We are in victory every day, every minute of our life. You know, don't bow down to your feelings. Don't bow down. Oh, why me? Why does it always happen to me? God don't love me. Yeah, he does. Sometimes you need to be chastened. And that's the way it is. Me too. Me too. Everybody goes through something. But the great thing about us, we have somebody to go, with, go through with it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Joshua 1.7. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not divide it from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. You can't, you can't, you can't ride the fence, man. You got to be all the way with Christ or not with him at all. You know why? Because our walk can change somebody's life. I mean, at God's warehouse, my, my greatest thing that I, I preach is integrity. I tell the people there, hey, I love cocaine as much as anybody in here. I love Corona and I love tequila. And I love gambling and I love everything that, that is sin. But guess what? I say holy no, because you know why? Because I tell you, it's good to be sober. And if you see me going into the bar and coming out with a bottle of Jack or the dope house or the bag of Coke, you'll say that's just another fat hypocrite preacher. And I use them to keep straight. And you know what? They listen to me. And you know why they listen to me? Because I have integrity, because I tell them the truth. And that's reality. Be truthful. Don't hurt people, but be truthful. Too many people like to... You know, baby, everybody. Hey, we're adults. It says when you become adult, you put childish things behind you. Amen? And that's an important thing. Act like an adult, not like a child. Trying to please everybody to get something. Amen? You hear that, honey? I love you. <laughs> Remember that when God is with you, you're not alone or outnumbered. I love that. Me and my boys. Amen? You know, a lot of people say when they took the life of Christ, nobody took the life. He gave his life. He gave his life for us. Amen. But now he don't run alone. He runs alone with hundreds and hundreds of angels. Amen. And every time we have a service right here or anywhere else gathered, the angels are amongst us. Amen. 
in your bedroom, the angels are there. Amen? There's, there's no place that we are alone. And that's an important thing to understand. But also, we need to hang around with the believer. Amen? That's why I love going, going to God's warehouse. Because I have believers around me all the time. You know, because without all the believers, we couldn't defeat the unbeliever. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of you don't know what God's warehouse is. You don't know what it is to battle there. But guess what? Everybody that's with me, we have a joy fighting the battle for you and for God. Amen. You know why? Because somebody fought the battle and took me out of the devil's hands. And that's an important thing to understand. If somebody didn't tell us about the Lord and had fear, we wouldn't be where we're at today. When I was, uh, when I got locked up in Fort Worth, a few of my friends that were Christians, they became Christians and pastors, they actually flew to Fort Worth to see with their own eyes that I had been saved. And they walked into the prison, and I saw them, and I hugged them, and I, you know, I, was, I was a Jesus freak already. And then I asked them, why didn't you tell me about Jesus? They said, because you were too evil. I said, really? I, see, evil doesn't know that they're evil. Because all they hang around is evil. Amen? But it's us as a light to share with them. Amen? It doesn't mean that you, that you sup with them and hang out with them for a month. No, it means that you tell them, hey, man, God changed my life, and he loves you, and he could change your life too. Amen? And it's an important thing. Can I pray for you? At God's warehouse, the way we pray for people, I don't ask them, can we pray for you? We go up to them and pray for them. Amen? You know, they have no choice. They're going to get prayed for, and they love it. And everyone I've ever laid my hands on, tears come rolling down. Because you know why? They've been touched by the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Not me, but who dwells in me. Amen? And you'd be surprised, man. The worst ones in your family, lay hands on them and pray for them. And you'll see, you'll see something come out of them. Amen? In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? Remember that when God is with you, you're not alone and outnumbered. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord is with you wherever you go. Romans 8, 35, 39. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death, as the scripture says, for your sake we are killed every day? We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, the overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing, everybody say nothing, can separate us from the God's love. Amen? Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below indeed. Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. First John 4, 4. But you belong to God, my children. You have already won a victory. Because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Huh? Yeah? But believe me, there's other spirits, you know? 
you got to be cautious what spirits you're playing with. Amen? Uh, you know, Super Bowl just passed, and I don't need to ask everybody, but how many, how many crossed the line because it was Super Bowl Sunday? You know? Think about it. And then you feel ashamed of yourself. You might have done something wrong. You might have gotten a domestic fight. You might have gotten in an argument. Guess what? God is not mad at you, man. God is not mad at you. We are human beings that fall short of the glory of God. But through the power of God, we learn one thing. That is love never fails. You know, I had a pretty heavy meeting the other day with a group that, of accusations and everything went great. God came through. But at the end, I stood up and I said, can I tell you something? And they're all looking at me, you know. And I said, the God that I serve is love. And he commands me to love our neighbors. And that's what we do at God's warehouse. Amen. We love our neighbors. It doesn't matter where you come from, how you are, what you've done. What counts is that the love of God is here to share with you. And I ask all of you here. Are you sharing the love of God with others? Are, are you, are, do you have fear that somebody's going to say, oh, let Jesus freak? No, you know what? Christ said, he who does not stand for me, will I not stand in front of the Father? Amen? Remember, you took a, you took a ball. When you, when, you come, when you said, hey, I believe that Christ died on the cross, and on the third day he rose again, and someday he'll come back for me, and I asked the Holy Spirit to dwell on me, you took a ball. You became the bride of Christ, amen? And that's an important thing to understand. You're no longer yours. You've been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. And it's important to understand, if we are the children of God, you don't think daddy's going to come to our rescue? Well, I, I'll, jump over, I'll jump over a house if somebody's messing with my daughter, amen? I'll, I'll save her life. I'll give my life. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'll give my life for you. I'll give my life for my pastor. You know why? Because I don't have fear of death. Because you know what? I know I got too much work to do for God to take my life tonight. Amen? You know, that's one thing. You want to live a long life? Keep serving God and doing his ministry, and you'll live a long life. It won't all be uh, happiness and joy and hallelujahs. Sometimes it'll be tears in the eyes. Why me? But the reality is I'd rather serve a God on my knees than the world running around and you know why because the god that i serve is a god of yeas and no nays and he promises us a place called heaven man and you know what i'm so excited i'm so excited that i have a mansion and that we'll all be together but why do we want to leave a generation behind because we're scared because they got a lot of tattoos because they have a pipe in their hand and, a, and an aluminum foil because they walk into God's warehouse with a face that seems to going to kill you. You know what? God is love, and love covers a multitude of sins. Do not have fear, for like the Bible says, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. But the only way it can be a sound mind is by reading the word. Amen? If you don't read the word, you're in trouble. You can't just come to church on Wednesdays and Sundays. You've got to be close the bible says draw near to me and i'll draw near to you and you can resist the devil and he can flee amen but what's the most important thing is that we accept christ tonight amen many of us here have have said uh, the prayer but do we have it in our heart 
if there's anyone here that wants to say that, you know, I don't even want to ask if there's anyone. I want everybody to bother his. In God's warehouse, I do the prayer of salvation twice a night. And everybody says it. And that's what I'm going to do here. Everybody bow their heads and say this prayer. A rededication to our Lord. Amen. Say, Father God, I know in my heart that I have fallen short. And I believe in my heart that you died on that cross for me. And I believe, Father, you rose Jesus from that grave to save me. And I know that I know that someday you will come back for me. Fill me, Lord, with the spirit of your love, of your wisdom. Not the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. Thank you, Lord, for making me your child. I love you, Lord, and I give you everything that I have my body, my mind, and my soul. They are yours, Lord. Use me in the mighty name of Jesus. And the church said, amen. Hallelujah! Give me a J! Give me a J! J! Give me an E! E! Give me an S! S! Give me a U! U! Give me an S, S. What does that spell? Jesus. What does that spell? Jesus. What does that spell? Jesus. If anybody needs prayer, Tomas is going to pray for everybody. It's time for Tomas to work. Come on up and get some prayer if you need it. Amen. Come on up in the name of Jesus. Prayer warriors, come up. And for the rest of you, Father God, Lord, I thank you for this night. I thank you. I pray for divine protection as they go to and fro. And I ask you now in the mighty name of Jesus to bless us with not the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. Hallelujah. Good night, church. <laughs>